Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 30 in the book of Hebrews. Yesterday we talked about putting away sin with just two words, help me, forgive me, I've sinned. The whole book of Hebrews so far has been about this number one job, which is to put away sin. And it's this glaring problem that has had as an Old Testament uh, sort of solution and then a New Testament final solution. And it's been unpalatable. To think about this, if it was if if all this blood and stuff is unpalatable to you, think about this. Imagine what it's like for the sacrifice. So the old covenant, the sin fix was the bloody mess. It was sprinkled everywhere because it had to be effective everywhere. And this new covenant, we have a one-place sacrifice, a one-time, one sacrifice, once for all, one time and one intercession. So why all this effort? Why all this spiritual fuss? It is because, you know, what's so important about getting sin out of the way? So we get saved out of sin to save us into him. Write that down. He saves us out of sin, which, you know, solves our big problem. Why? to save us into something better, which is to save us into him. So he fixes our sin problem to put us in a better relationship with us. He makes us perfect so we can draw near. He makes us righteous uh, so he can set us up to be fetched at the second coming. He makes us clean so as to give us more of him. It's as if he's saying, these men and women, these boys and girls, these are my people. I didn't lose one, and I'm here to come back and get them. So in my eyes, they're perfect. They're sinless. They're holy. They're just like me. Why? So we can be in relationship with him. We can be with him. We can receive all of him. So read with me. This is from basically the first half of Hebrews 10. I'm going to start in the last verse of 9. 928. So Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, because it's already been taken care of, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. So get rid of sin so you get this relationship with him. Chapter 10. For since the law has but a shadow of the good things to come instead of the true form of these realities, it can never, by the same sacrifices that are continually offered year after year, make perfect those who draw near. Otherwise, they would have not have ceased to be offered, since the worshippers, having once been cleansed, would no longer have any cons- consciousness of sin. But in these sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. For it's impossible for the blood of goats and bulls to take away sins. In other words, this whole sacrificial system really didn't work. Verse 5, 5. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, let me just pause right here. So now the author of Hebrews is going to quote from Psalm 40, and he's going to apply that psalm. He's going to interpret that, that psalm as applying to Jesus. So listen in. Here it is. This is the quote from 40. Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God, as it is written of me in the scroll of the book. So now the Hebrews writer is going to comment on that. When he said above, you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings, Parentheses, these are offered according to the law, close parentheses. Then he added, behold, I have come to do your will. And here's the interpretation. He does away with the first in order to establish the second. 
And by that will, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Verse 11, And every priest stands daily at his service, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. Verse 12, But when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God, waiting from that time until his enemies should be made a footstool for his feet. For by a single offering he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. Now verse 15, And the Holy Spirit also bears witness to us, for after saying, I was going to quote from Jeremiah 31, This is the covenant I will make with them after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my laws on their hearts and write them on their minds. And he adds, I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. For where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer any offering for sin. All right, so a couple teaching points about this. Number one, you can be forgiven of your sins. Number two, the old goat blood didn't work. It never was going to work. Number three, the old sacrificial system is abolished and a good thing because it never it never perfected anybody. Number four, a new covenant is established. Number five, sin has been taken away by a single, perfect, effective, permanent sacrifice. Number six, by this single offering, he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. Number seven, believers are viewed as being perfect, righteous, holy. Number eight, the New Time, New Testament sometimes directly interprets the Old Testament and did here twice with Psalm 40 and Jeremiah 31. Number nine, Jesus did the heavy lifting and then sat down because he put away sin. Number 10, Jesus is now ready to intercede and appear on our behalf within this new relationship. Number 11, God does the impossible. He changes history. He says, I will remember sins no more. God, who knows all things, who is omniscient and remembers all things, has chosen to remember sin no more. We get divine, merciful forgetfulness. So with God, it's impossible to forget. And then God does the impossible and forgets and forgives sins. So two implications here. When we participate in forgiveness, you know, in the Our Father, it says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So when we participate, we're demonstrating a godly characteristic because that's what God did. God reflects and honors him and demonstrates that we understand what he has done for us. So the forgiveness that we extend demonstrates the understanding of the forgiveness that we have received. So we can use this as a a marker. Do you have a hard time forgiving others? Then probably you don't understand or don't access what God has done for us. So forgive us so that we can forgive others. And then the Lord forgives and forgets. And may we be able to do that. So, final thought. Sin is gotten out of the way at great cost and sacrifice and blood. Why? So that we can be in relationship with him and we can have more of him. Thank you for listening.